welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans. Welcome back to another episode of All Turns and No Breaks with the Fantastic Two. And that is myself and my partner across from me. And that's none other than my man. Front row, Kenny. What do you say, brother? How you doing, Kenny? Yo, what's going on? Hope yeah. everyone's doing good. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain except for the fact that the weather in North Carolina is bipolar than it was in Maryland because I swear <laughs> it was a very nice 80-something degree day yesterday or, or close to it. And then today, as we're recording this on a Monday, man, it rained for half the day. And when I went to the gym this morning, it was 45 degrees. So, you know. It, good Lord, I, man. I, I, look, I grew up in Maryland, and I understand like the cold concept. But I also moved to the South for this exact re- the, the exact reason to avoid that. But hey, you yeah. know, here we are. So spring exactly. uh, has sprung, but, but yeah, but, doing but, all right though. <laughs> but the weather was 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 great for Easter, though, is what you're saying? Yeah, see, Easter Sunday it was fine. Like weather was great, food was great. I couldn't complain. Yes, so <laughs> plenty so- of plenty of sports to watch too. <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Somebody told me that I went to my girlfriend, Brooke, we went went to her family's house for a little Easter get together. And she was like, hey, listen, she goes, uh, we're just going to go there for a little bit. It's OK. Uh, just want to let you know that the guys are going to be watching sports and blah, blah, blah. And first of all, I, I haven't really been into basketball in in, in probably about a good four years. Kenny, I'm going to be honest with you. So I didn't even realize that it was the base or uh, the basketball playoffs. Now I know it was baseball season, but I I completely didn't have no I had no idea that it was basketball playoffs already. So she goes, yeah. she goes, yeah. <laughs> she goes, it's gonna be like she goes. We we treat we treat Easter kind of like Thanksgiving. I go, oh, you mean like Thanksgiving, like just just without football? She goes, well, yeah. There's gonna be sports, but she goes, I, it just depends on what sports you like because some of her family they they really like basketball. They're not really huge baseball fans, but they they do like to watch sports, which is, uh, you know, that's all that matters. When, when I get together at a family gathering, as long as the guys like to watch some kind of sports, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, Especially when you don't know them, too. Like, that is always the equalizer. I am in the same yeah. ballpark. Like, anytime I meet, like, if you meet, like, a significant other's, like, family, and then you're like, damn, I don't really know these people, but... When you got sports in the mix, nine times out of ten, if you know what you're talking about, just a little bit. Absolutely, um, man. You should be all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I said, with that being said, you know, it, it it definitely made it a little bit easier, you know, to kind of chit-chat and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the, you, you were absolutely right. You know, uh, it, it doesn't matter what sport it is, but at least if the, it's a sport, if you have some kind of knowledge about the sport, it makes it that much easier to uh, slide into a conversation, you know, with with the 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 men of the household, if you will. Because other than that, I, I don't want to hang out and 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 go sit with my girlfriend and, and hang out with the girls. I, I, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> nah, yeah, I, man. L- listen, I'm right along with you because I'm telling you, like every time, like in my lifetime so far, every time I met like someone's parents and I met like the, uh, the direct family or some others. In the mix, the one thing I was always hoping was someone in that family watched sports because I can sit there and talk about just about anything. Can't talk about cricket because I don't know enough about it. I right. know about the American version, aka baseball, but 
you know, everything else, man, listen, someone say something about the Cowboys or someone say something about the NFL, I can talk about that. The NBA, same thing. I can do that. Even hockey to some degree, I can talk about it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that 100%. <laughs> well, it was, so speaking of which, how was the rest of your Easter weekend? Man, it was it was pretty good. Like it was a pretty chill, relaxing type of a weekend for me. As y'all all know, I'm a big fan of cooking. I have grown to love cooking. Obviously, I live by myself, so I have no choice but to learn how to cook. Or I had no choice <laughs> to learn how to cook. So obviously, I've lived and by myself not, for that's last. That's not a bad thing, Kenny. That's not a bad thing, right? No, no, really, because I've been by myself in my apartment for five years. So like, I I like good food. So I don't want to disappoint myself for one, or if I even if I have company, I don't want to disappoint them either. So yeah, I made some Jamaican jerk chicken, um, mashed potatoes, and collard greens. I had a real simple one, but I made sure I made it to the best of my abilities. If you if you if you know me, I love me some jerk chicken, and it's a very easy dish for me to make because I've learned how to make it. And uh, yeah. It was cool. I got to eat some good food. I watched the playoffs. My team, Oklahoma City Thunder, are nowhere to be found currently. So I'm having a great time. It's it's going to be a fun, fun playoffs for me to end up watching because right I got up. to watch every single game in anticipation of whatever happened, happened. And I was just looking for a good game. And I got quite a few. Brooklyn and Boston was good. Yeah, you know, that, like, you know what? I did I did watch the Brooklyn and Boston game. Yeah, that was a good game. Wow. Wow, man. That, yeah, that, that's that all I fun. can say is wow. See? Exactly. See, that's the thing. And you know what's crazy? Hey, look, the, sorry for my Los Angeles Lakers fans, but there's none of them in the playoffs, so it's yeah. virtually wide open, and it's been fun. I'm really hoping for John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies to take down the Timberwolves. Number one, because I don't like Patrick Beverly. Sorry. If you're an Oklahoma City fan, I'm sure you don't either, just as much as the next person. But I want to see John Morant succeed. I want to see him get to the second round of playoffs and beyond that, if if that is the case. But yeah. uh, I definitely will say the Phoenix Suns are they are hot. Like they are a very good ball club, and it yeah. wouldn't shock me if they went back and ran it back to the Western Conference Finals or the Finals again. But yeah. Uh, so that pretty much summed up my Easter for the most part, at least during the day. I did watch the race, obviously. Yeah. Um, this is the first race on Easter, and Lord knows when, probably before I was even alive. Yeah, <laughs> so, no kid, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess, Renee, I got to ask you before we uh, dive into it. Did you catch the race? I, I didn't get to catch the race, no, because I was indulging into uh, all these other sports that, that, that we were watching. We were watching the basketball games, and then one of the guys was actually watching USFL, believe it or not, that was on TV. I forgot, man. That's yeah. back. The guy, and and he he's a young kid. He's actually he's in high school. And then one of one of the other one of the older gentlemen that was there, they were both watching the USFL on the other TV. So it wasn't like I had I I really had any any TV to to like go and try to catch the race. And then on my own phone, I can catch the MLB games because I have the MLB app. So I some one couple of the guys were watching the NBA playoffs. The other guys are watching the USFL, and I'm here watching baseball Sunday Easter baseball on my on my cell phone. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But, that's some, yeah, some, but some. I I got to watch a, a lot of the highlights, and and let me tell you, you know what? This is the first time I think I've actually really caught you know dirt racing in this in this particular manner, and. Um, Kenny, we can go ahead and just dive on into it, but I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I 
I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, we and we can totally get into how we feel about you know a fan of the of the dirt racing. But I, I did you get to watch the entire race per se, Kenny, or did you just kind of go in? No, actually, I got a chance to watch the race from start to finish. I actually caught both um, races this weekend. I watched the truck race as well. Oh, you did. Decent. Okay, um, and yeah, because I watched like I literally had watched a bit of everything, but the NASCAR race was in the evening. By the time I had cooked and I was sitting back and chilling, I didn't have time to sit there and watch the the thing from start to finish, um, which was very interesting. I was yeah. second year on dirt this time around. We ran it at night. I think last year on the podcast, I I made made the mention of. I actually hope that they run this in the evening compared to the daytime because it was dusty as can be and obviously track prep is a big thing when it comes to dirt racing and i think this time around i honestly think they got it correct like i actually think they did a really good job of uh preparing that track for tonight i mean for um sunday night so so yeah it was it was entertaining i definitely would say that i won't say i'm like the biggest dirt racing fan of the all time i'm not but it, def- right. it definitely it definitely provided a, a super entertaining race i felt like it especially towards the end yeah you know i i, I like i said kenny th- this was the first time that i i've actually uh gone back and i didn't get to watch it in, in real time but you know th- I, actually this is the first one that i didn't get to uh, uh listen to on the radio in quite some time because you know i'm always on the I'm always on the road, but uh, yeah, you always on the go. So now it's back to the TV again for a change. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I, I'll be honest with you, the the only time that I did switch over because I was driving back from Los Angeles back to Porterville near Bakersfield, but I did happen to listen to it when it was in. I think I think they were in the second stage, and I caught a little bit of it. But then I, I I quickly I quickly stopped listening to it because on my way back I, I was I had a lot of phone calls that were coming in and I, it was it was my mom my brothers because it was Easter and, and and then I was talking to my son so I didn't really get to listen to it the way I would have liked but like I said you know it's Easter and then you know families calling and 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 you know I start talking to them but you know. Going back and looking at it, you know, just from from replay standpoint, I I, I mean, I, to my personal view is I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy that if I you know continue to see it on a regular basis. I don't know if I want to see that all the time, but I think maybe because it's my first time actually seeing that and 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 the way that it just kind of unfolded, I. I, I I liked it. I did. I did like it, Kenny. I don't know how much of our our alternate no break fans like it. I, I I certainly would like to know. And and please hit us up on our social media across the board at turns no breaks. And please please let us know if you are a dirt racing fan in this manner or just dirt racing in general. But I, I liked it. Not sure how much uh, of dirt racing I want to see though, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get that. It's obviously if you're going way way back in time. That is the roots of legitimately NASCAR. A lot of the tracks back in the day definitely were like that. We only get it, you know, well three times a year since the trucks have two. And they go to Knoxville later on in the summer, which is a historic dirt track out in Iowa. I'm sure you guys have all who are fans of racing in general may have heard of the Knoxville Nationals, which is with the sprint cars and the late models, dirt late models at that. So yeah, it's three times a year, once in cup, that is one, we get to see it one time a year in cup. I think that's cool. I am in the category of, okay, I like Bristol, obviously how it is as a concrete surface, even when they run it, you know, later in the summer, 
I personally would rather them go to an actual purpose-built dirt track, i.e. like the Charlotte dirt track, which I'm being biased because I'm very close to it, but it's also a pretty decent-sized track, I feel like. And it's something also I've even said as we continue to change the All-Star event as we've had for the past couple years with Texas and Bristol being in a mix for All-Star races, I've always wanted to see, hey, why don't we run the why don't we run the All-Star race on dirt at Charlotte for no points? It's a once a once a year type thing. I think it would sell well personally. Yeah. Apparently Bristol has been trending pretty well for the spring race, which I think at a point they struggled for a bit, so they've been looking for ways to kind of change it and when the idea of Putting this thing back on dirt again, which is was pretty shocking when the first time it came out. I mean, if you go back way, way, way back in the early, I believe the last time it had happened prior to this was like maybe the early 2000s or late 90s. The World of Outlaws used to run on dirt at Bristol once a year. That did happen before. Um, but yeah, I'm like definitely not saying that this race weekend was bad because I thought it was was solid like i definitely think it's an improvement from last year last year was just 50 50 obviously weather played a role in that and things just did not go as well there were other problems that happened throughout the weekend so i think this time around for the second trip which is interesting because coda's second trip around i think you got a much better race right Um, still some things to work out but with this bristol dirt race i think it's a pretty cool thing but we could throw it back to a purpose-built track i wouldn't be mad at it and give me two dates again with bristol being on concrete but hey yeah i yeah i think i think that's pretty much that but I guess I can give out the top 10 for this uh, yeah, late on Bristol us. Dirt Race. So <laughs> Kyle Busch, he backed into a win as he would have made a claim about <laughs> Alex Bowman, right? Might so, as well have. <laughs> uh, oh, how the mighty have fallen, right, in yeah. this situation. But I guess uh, that's one time you got to eat your words, right? Yeah. And Kyle Busch legitimately backed into that one. He was at the right place, right time, like Alex Bowman has as well before in his career. And he got himself a win, his first win this year, and now he is currently locked into the playoffs. So that's another different winner on the season and not exactly how most people expected because second place, Tyler Reddick, you would have thought that was going to be his race. But of course, Chase Briscoe, who ended up finishing 22nd, ended up taking him out and and himself all within that, that whole little situation, those last couple laps. And I thought that battle for the lead was really interesting. I was on my, I was legitimately standing up at that point because I'm just like, oh man, he might actually catch him. <laughs> yeah. And he had moments where he was stuck in traffic or he took a bad line and Tyler Reddick was just ripping the high line and he had it. And I, I thought yeah, he was going to have it. And I'm sure a lot of people did on Twitter. I mean, I even tweeted it. I'm like, yeah, this ain't no way. Like, that's how I felt about it. But hey, it is what it is. But yes, Tyler Reddick comes home second. And ironically enough, he also had a sponsorship call. I think it's like I am second or something like that. So he legitimately <laughs> finished second. Yeah. But yeah, so that pretty much worked out for did not work out in his favor this time around. Third place was Joey Logano, who was last year's dirt race winner. Fourth was Kyle Larson. Fifth was Ryan Blaney. Sixth, as I just talked about him, Alex Bowman. Seventh, Christopher Bell. Eighth, Chase Elliott. Ninth, the front row entry of michael mcdowell and rounding out the top 10 for gms ty dillon so there you have it that's your top 10 and one other notable i will mention josh williams who made his first nascar cup series mm-hmm. attempting to live fast machine he came home in 25th so a solid day for the young florida man <laughs> yeah, right i'll say so but uh yeah the top 10 to me just looking back at it now it looks about where i expected when i look at reddick i look at larson 
I look at Christopher Bell and even Chase Briscoe before everything had, well, obviously he didn't come in the top 10, but still, you know, yeah. looking at those names, let's think of those names in general, all the names you would expect to be up front. Like those are the guys I would expect. And, and matter of fact, forgive me because I need to make sure I add him as well. Alex Bowman too is a dirt guy as well, who has some pretty good experience at that. So to me, the top 10 looked correct. And it, I, I think it looked pretty, pretty darn good. I guess I could also add Chase Elliott because he ran the Chili Bowl this year. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, HMS, I don't know what's up with you guys, but you guys have quite a few dirt races over there. But, yeah, it was um, it was I, a different race, like yeah. I said before. But, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed think, it. I think this is exactly what Kyle Busch needed. You know, uh, I, I, you know, this guy, I mean, I, he was happy. His team was happy, obviously. His fans were just happy as, as can be. And... You know, it, it's it's actually good to see Kyle Busch back in, you know, the winner's circle because, I, I mean, th- this and, and then even his post uh, race, you know, comments said it themselves. You know what I mean? It just, you know, regardless of how of how it happened, it, you know, he he's just he was pumped. It really meant a lot to him. I know it did. Just and 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 he'll and believe me, he'll take it any way he can get it. I know he said. I know he says a lot about Alex Bowman backing up and sneaking one in and stealing another one and being at the right. Hey, well, you know what? Sometimes it happens to you too. And what are you gonna do? Give it back? Nope. You're gonna take the win. Yeah, you're gonna take the checkered flag no matter how it comes. And you know that this this is just good to see Kyle Busch uh, back in the in the winner's circle. And I I don't know maybe maybe this. Might might actually propel him to get back, um, you know, just kind of doing what Kyle Busch does, and that's when, you know, I think this is what a, a lot of the other guys need, uh, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, dude, Brad, we, we, when's the last time we said Brad Keselowski winning a race, and it's been a while, so uh, he's another guy that needs to get back in there, Martin Truex Jr., so, you know, man, you know, it, it, it just, it just goes to show you that, that no matter, no matter how young or how old you are as a driver in NASCAR, it's number one, it's so tough to win. And number two, if you can just be at the right place at the right time, that's all that matters. Yeah, no, no kidding. And I mean, I think it, it's weird when you think about it. <laughs> Where we're at right now, obviously heading to Talladega coming up this weekend, we're almost creeping towards that halfway stretch, almost for the regular season's sake, at least. Because when you think about it, only five more races till we get to 13, and there you go. We are legitimately at the halfway mark, and guys like Martin Truex Jr. have not won. Brad Kozlowski has not won a race yeah. yet. You know, like you said, Martin Truex Jr. as well, but like, man, it is. It is so interesting to see how this is all boiled down. I mean, we've got a really interesting group of races coming up next. Like I said, Talladega, Dover's coming up, Darlington, yeah. Kansas. Got an all-star, got the all-star weekend in Texas, and then closing out the month of May with the Coke 600. So quite a bit of variety when it comes to what we've got coming up. We've got a super speedway. <laughs> we've got a mile track, another another brutal half-mile you know, you, you've got some you got some interesting races. Some of the, yeah. the more tougher ones, if I'd yeah. say so myself. Like obviously, the Darlington race here and the spring is a four hundred mile is a four hundred mile race, but it's still a very tough one to win, no doubt. And obviously, the Coke six hundred is a, a beast in its own, and you've really got to be well. And I expect a Martin Truex Jr. like driver to end up winning it, and possibly in a dominating fashion once again. Yeah, but exactly. We'll, We'll definitely see how that's how that'll end up shaking down. But look, Renee, I gotta ask you one thing though. Yeah. If you were Tyler Reddick, 
how in the world would you have reacted to what <laughs> happened to him? Because he was almost going to win that race, no doubt. You know, if I'm Tyler Reddick, you know what, man? That's that's hard racing. You're trying to do your best to keep Chase Briscoe in, in the back, and, and you're, you're just trying to do whatever you can to hold on. Because you, here we go with the white flag, right? And now and now the gap has closed, and, and, and he's right on your tail. And... I, 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 at this point, you're just trying to hold on. You know what I mean? You're trying to hold on. And it, it's like, I don't know if you're trying to play defense or you're trying to continue to play offense. You, you know that old saying in, in like, especially like in, in football or in basketball, you know, do you play to, 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 to win or are you playing not to lose? And, and and I yeah, think yeah yeah you know you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about right so I know so, what you're barking at yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. so in this manner you you take a look at Tyler Reddick and you go is he trying to play not is he trying to race not to lose or is he trying to race just to win the race regardless of what's happening in his in his rearview mirror uh, not saying that you 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 can't you know you, you can't be worried about what's going in the back of your your, your rearview mirror because you want to make sure where the guy is behind you. And 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 he closed that gap really well. Chase Briscoe closed that gap really well. But man, coming around that last turn, I mean, you are right there. And not only do you spin out, but you you both spin out. And and, <laughs> and then there's Kyle Busch right there, and you're just like, oh. And it just, I mean, neither one of you get the win. One one ends up still second, but the other one ends up just all the way at, at 20, what was it, 23rd, 25th? I don't know. I don't remember. But God, man, you just have to be so disappointed. I think I think you can't be pissed off. I mean, you can. I, I don't know what good it's going to do, but, you know, that's hard racing. I think that's what the fans, <laughs> right. I, I certainly do. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed that you know the last part of that race and 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 for all intentional purposes Kenny going back and and not now mind you I'm looking at highlights and I was still standing up watching that lap that last lap yeah see it was a pretty crazy one like it, it yeah. was wow I, I'm not gonna lie to you now I know Chase and Tyler have like a really solid level of respect for one another. Yeah, uh, they race each other quite a bit, especially in the Xfinity series where he where Reddick effectively won two championships back to back. And the thing about it is, like, man, depending on my mood and depending on who it was, yeah, I'd probably be a whole lot more pissed. And you know, some people probably would would have thrown a punch, no doubt. Now they both had their helmets off. Now we can definitely say that. But you know, when they both walked up to each other, and you could hear what was said on the on the broadcast, but it was yeah. It, it was very calm. Like, dog, I didn't even mean to do that. It basically, it was almost like one of those moments. You know, it's like one of those people that you respect. Like, it's your buddy. Like, y'all are competing hard as you want to be. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know, you might let it slide. Like, depending on who it is, right? Like, if I'm go-karting or something, I'm just going to get that example. Right. And you know, me, me and somebody get into each other, but we're cool. I'll probably be, and we or we race each other well, like normally, and just something just happened to happen. I'll be a little less, I probably would be a little less pissed, and I'll probably just let it go because I know who it is now versus if that was Kyle Busch and Joey Logano, we probably would have had some blood on the dirt. But, hey, it's a different story, yeah. different day, but didn't happen that way. But, yeah, you know, people had to, had different reactions to it. Yeah, man, Tyler was a lot calmer because, my God, he has <laughs> had some moments this season where he's came close to winning. Like, at, at Auto Club, he was ripping 
and running the entire day all up until a tire gave way and that pretty much effectively ended his day and that didn't really do him any service but yeah, yeah um i it, think for sure though he's gonna he's gonna get one it's almost just like briscoe one. it's just like briscoe when he finally got his at phoenix this year but i think tyler is going to be very close to winning at some point i don't know when that next opportunity well it's coming at some point i don't know what's gonna be his next but yeah i would definitely expect to see him either in the playoffs by a win or by virtue of points at this rate yeah, you know what? I I, I want to agree with you on there. I, I don't, and regardless of whether he gets a, a win or not, which I think is he's probably going to get it. Uh, I, I'll agree with you on that. But I'm also going to. I would be surprised not to see him in in the playoff at the end of the season, or at least fighting for a playoff spot at the end of the season, because uh, he's he's just he's just driving too well right now. He's driving really just too good right now, not not to make the playoffs at the end of the year. I just I just can't I just can't see him <laughs> not in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be something else. Um, I mean, obviously we get down to the nitty-gritty of it. It'll it'll we'll definitely see how that, you know, shakes down. But Yeah, one thing I I one thing I didn't plan on seeing was Matt Kenseth running in the Boston Marathon. How <laughs> How about that? The Hall of Famer I, uh, nominee running the Boston Marathon. Yeah, that would have definitely caught me off. It caught me off guard today when I saw the news about it. I'm like, "Wait, really? He's running that and Actually, the last person to do it was another hall of, was another Hall of Famer. I think Matt Kenseth definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I oh, just yeah, had no this discussion. Doubt. I just had this discussion with somebody. Actually, that's so funny you say that. He definitely deserves to be in there. But either way, <laughs> uh, Hall of Famer Jimmy Johnson ran the event in 2019. His time was about three hours and nine minutes. But Matt Kenseth actually best his time three wow. hours and a minute and forty. So. Yeah, How about that. He I did. didn't even realize that. Man, gosh, that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. And what? Yeah, what, you know, Matt Kenseth is running what forty something? Is he? Is he in his? He's in his forties. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so yeah, know, it was. Uh, that's pretty. Yeah, good. man, it was. It was pretty crazy when I saw when I saw the information about it. I'm like, really? Yeah. You got my man out here running running a marathon, but I guess hey, he's keeping busy. It was cool to see him in the Fox booth during the Auto Club, but. Yeah, so yeah, Matt well, Kenseth is uh, running and ripping. And matter of fact, we got another one of your guys running and ripping, Dale Jr. Yeah. Uh, tell us what he's about to do, speaking, Renee. Speaking of being in a booth, Dale Earnhardt Jr. will join the Fox booth for Talladega, which is where we're going to be at next. And uh, I, I can't wait for this one either. You know, this is really nice to see, you know, these guys getting back in the booth. And I, I love I love when Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in the booth. You know, he's so he's so darn knowledgeable about the sport. He brings so much color, you know, as he's calling the race. I'm thoroughly looking uh, for, forward to this one. Yeah, no, I think it'll be real fun. I know for a fact that this was something that's been in the works, actually, since the COVID. Wow. He was actually... He was actually supposed to be in the booth for the final race of the Fox window at the time was Sonoma. Like he was supposed to be on that broadcast. I don't know what exactly happened or why that didn't. But when the name popped up and they told us, I was pretty shocked. And again, I was like, wow, we're going to have him in the booth for that. It should be a really fun time. You'll have Mike Joy, Clint Boyer, and Dale Jr. in the booth, so that'll be pretty cool for Sunday's race. And I mean, hell, I'll even say for Daryl Walter this weekend, I had a blast hearing him back on the broadcast. Like he had a, fun, it sounded like he had a fun time. It was great to have him on there, and also kudos to Fox for the new segments that were put out this weekend. It is night and day between what was saw at at uh, after Coda to mm-hmm. now, like. That entire broadcast or from pre-race to end was really, really good. Like, I 
thoroughly enjoyed it. The pre-race in particular had to really nail that one home because it had its moments of fun that weren't necessarily corny. And it also had serious <laughs> moments where a storyteller was had done a great job with it. So I am thrilled to have it like that because at least as when I was a kid and when I was growing up, that's how I remember it happening. So I'm glad it looked like that. I hope there'll be a great piece on Talladega. And actually, I did not have a chance to add this to our notes, but I remembered it just now because it was in the top of my head this time. But Clint Boyer will actually pace the field in Davey Allison's oh, uh, number wow. 28, Thunderbird. So that'll, that's going to be a pretty cool thing. I remember a few years back, they did Dale Earnhardt's 2000 car, his his last victory, actually, as a matter of fact, his final victory at Talladega. They drove that car around for a couple laps, which is pretty dope. Wow, Only thing I'm, I'm going to nail Richard Childress for is cleaning that car up. They should just left that car as it is but hey whatever um <laughs> you know so yeah it's it's gonna be a fun one in talladega i'm looking forward to it we had a really good bristol weekends and with that being said renee i guess there's only one thing left we Uh-oh. gotta do here we go that sounds like we're ready for some predictions it's time for race predictions all right kenny who you got well Talladega, we are back, and the last time we were there, Bubba Wallace got the victory in the fall. So, yeah. and he, so uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to see how this car works at Talladega. We saw it at Daytona; it provided a pretty entertaining race that got, gave Austin Cindric his first career Cup win, which was pretty crazy in itself as a rookie at that. So. Yeah, it should be a real exciting. It should be a real exciting race coming up at Talladega this weekend. But my picks, I am actually going to go with Chris Busher. That's a wild pick, right? But, but the reason why I'm going with that pick, he has been consistently at the front for these super speedway races. I know Sydney, if you are listening, I know you're going to be happy with my pick. And um, <laughs> I think I think he's I think he's just a very very solid super speedway racer. One that is very quiet at times, but he has been in contention a lot of times. If you look back in the footage in the last couple of Daytonas and Talladegas, so Chris Busch is going to be my main pick and my alternative pick. I am actually going to go with none other than Chase Elliott to get his first win of the season at Talladega. So with that being said. Those are my picks. I'm sticking sticking with them. Renee, what say you? Well, Kenny, I'm gonna go with a Ford. That's for sure. That that that's that's gonna be my main pick. Now, which Ford driver is it gonna be? I'm gonna go with none other than Mr. Joey Logano. And let me tell you why. Because the last couple of races, Kenny, he's been right there. He was third this past weekend. He was second the weekend before. And I got a feeling that he's just uh, tired of coming in second and third. He's like, nope, I'm not going to settle for fourth or fifth. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to be satisfied till I come in first. And that's going to be at Talladega. So look for Joey Logano, the 22, to be in the winner's circle after Talladega is over. Now my alternative pick. This is where it becomes quite interesting because I am going to go with none other than Tyler Reddick. That's right. I'm going with uh, number eight, Tyler Reddick, to get his first, and it's going to be at Tyler. It's going to be at Talladega. If it's not Joey Logano, look for Tyler Reddick to come in there and do a Kyle Busch and sneak one in. So those are my picks, and I am sticking with them. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? Let us know who you got. Let us know on our social media across the board. That's at Turns No Breaks. That is at Turns No Breaks 
across the board. Hit us up and let us know who you think is going to win. Now, if you know anybody else that loves NASCAR just as much as you do, just as much as me and Kenny do, please turn them on to our podcast. I'm sure they will love it. And you guys that are listening to our podcast each and every week, we certainly appreciate and uh, love the support that you give us each and every week. For Kenny and myself, you guys be kind out there. It's a crazy world. Gas is high. You know, make sure that you take care of yourself and treat others with the kind and respect the way that you would like to be treated. For that being said, for Kenny and myself, we will see you next week on another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. All right, see y'all. I hope y'all staying hydrated Sunday. I know y'all was drinking. (laughs) (laughs) They should. Thanks so much for tuning in. 